Welcome to the Awakened Legend Podcast. I'm your host, Latrenda George. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Awakened Legend Podcast. Today, we have the lovely Amelia Goley back with us today I'm from London, and we're going to be talking about love, of course, but we're going to be talking about past lives and how the twin plane journey, journey can be um, impacted by past lives. So I'm just so happy to have Amelia here today. And uh, Amelia, how are you doing today? I'm fine, thanks, and you? Great. How's the weather? Um, well, it seems to be a lot cooler today. It's raining, which is a bit of a relief, really, because it's been too humid and hot all these days. Well, thank you so much for coming back to join us. Um, rain is good for the soul, so everything needs rain, so we won't complain. Um, but I'm very happy to have you back today on the podcast. And... One of the things we want to discuss today is past lives. I am a novice to past lives, just really learned a little bit about it a couple of years ago. So I can't wait to hear all the great information that you can share with us today. One of the questions I wanted to ask you, Amelia, is how does one become aware of their past lives? Well, it really can vary from really subtle hints that you feel to something outright and not obvious say if it was subtle it could be an unexplained emotional reaction to something that has no logic um a couple of examples being um like say every time a man looks at a certain person they might feel like they're going to rape them or attack them when that's not been their experience in this life at all and they might think why do i feel that where does that come from or, you know, or, or it could be a certain recurring dream, like you keep dreaming about a place you've never been to. And think, God, that feels so familiar. Or it could be um, a very psychic person who actually remembers their past lives in detail. And then you could go out right and have a regression, an experience of past life. And the other way you can be aware of it is if a really good psychic actually tells you this happened to you in a past life and you know that this is a psychic you really trust and you resonate with what they say so so a number of reasons can make you know what happened really you know I can kind of relate to that I've, I've met certain people through my lifetime that it just felt so familiar and um I would say they must be a part of my soul family or you feel like it's your kindred spirit uh, when you meet certain people and it's just such a, a level of familiarity, you feel like, and sometimes when you go places with them, like you guys been there before, and even though you just met this person in your lifetime. And um, it's a very different type of feeling, right? It's some type of connection you feel that you really can't explain, but it's yes. so real at that moment, the level of comfort or just a level of what people say sometimes deja vu. <laughs> Um, Absolutely. That you you yeah. That you've been through this experience before. <laughs> exactly. Um, so another question that I would like to ask, and I'm sure our audience would like to know, what does one's past life has 
on their journey to a sacred relationship, a soulmate or twin flame journey, how does one's past lives affect that? Well, with the twin flame journey, it's a case of because you've already got that strong bond as a soul anyway, because you know you originate from the soul, uh, the same soul. Um, well, the past life has an effect on it because you know your bond is so much stronger that you've encountered each other so many times. You've actually got all those memories from various lifetimes when you have encountered each other, dated, or simply been friends or been married, been separated, got back together again, and you've got lots of pain and um, happy memories. And there could have also been lifetimes where you, your relationship is forbidden in that lifetime. For instance, if one person was royal and the other person wasn't. So, you know, you've got mixtures of pain and happiness. And being the same, you know, having that soul connection, already you always have a tendency to gravitate towards them but you know if say if you know someone back from primary school and you've got all those memories in this life alone your bond is already strong but imagine if it's like thousands of lifetimes when you've got memories together in your subconscious mind wow that that's a lot you said there um just to paint a, a very vivid picture um when you're dealing with someone in these type of relationships, these sacred relationships where the souls are um, said to come from the same soul, that they're part of one another, and no matter how much distance, they all tend to come back, right? The soul wants to go back with home. So the soul will yeah. gravitate back to that person. How do you learn to um, accept the time apart from that other soul how, how does the soul work with that because usually there's some healing that has to be done on both parts um usually it's some maybe even an unfinished business from their other past life that these souls are coming to play out in this lifetime yes um, that's it so what sorry, if you've got, go ahead so sorry what were you just saying now no i want you to explain that um how that works right so if you've got stuff that's played out before and you've got unfinished business and um you know you just identify your limiting beliefs and feelings around that and as a theta healer i help people on the twin flame journey with this by actually getting to the bottom of what it is in a session uh, whatever karma or unfinished business you've got between us that really needs healing or any traumas of separation or misunderstandings, and then I clear that in the person. Yes, I'm glad you mentioned state of healing, a service you provide. Um, can you tell us some examples of how you have used state of healing with the twin fame journey, journey or a sacred relationship? How have you used that in those types of relationships? In those types of relationships, I go to the bottom of the pain that the person is feeling and find out why they're feeling it and then I go into a theta brainwave state and then if it's like contracts or vows they've made oh here's an example I thought of for example one person um, pursued their twin flame and because he was actually a prince in his past life and his twin flame was an ordinary person their life was forbidden and in this lifetime that person can't even remember 
for the person. It's like there's a block of recognition. So if that person was cleared as to why they can't recognize them, um, and, and this particular incident was isolated in a session, I send healing towards the trauma around that event and energetically divorce them from what happened then. And then that will lift off the trauma that has been put like a mesh around their third eye. So that's just one example. So, you know, and if there's any pain of separation or any, any issue that has triggered, been triggered off by something that happened, I uncover that, send healing, release any vows or contracts someone made back then, and any limiting beliefs that have been formed as a result of this event and reprogram it to the positive, yet opposite belief. Well, that's great now. Um, being a healer and being able to heal people using your practice of the theta healing, um, if a person, just say we have someone that's listening in our audience today who are at the beginning stages, say they don't know, they don't realize that they're headed into this journey. They met someone that someone feels familiar to them, but they have no clue on how to, what's going on, right? Um, yes. they're not in separation with the person they're with that person right now they're around this person they're they're hanging out they're spending time together and they just notice that both parties know this is very different than anyone else I ever met with you know this how I feel home with this person how I resonate with this person how this person can um, that I want to tell them everything you know about myself I'm not holding back um, because again the soul connection is there um, how would you speak to them to prepare them for what comes along with this path? Um, what type of advice you get to them? What type of healing that they may not know that, you know, one of the reasons the journey twins come together is because of healing. Um, yes, exactly. So the, the advice I give would be depending on the situation say they're hanging around someone in the scenario you described they've come to an awakening this person is their twin and they don't want to bombard them or scare them off by saying I'm your twin flame it's just to allow things to unfold naturally form that friendship and um, yeah just behave as normal as you can with them and if they are sensing something I guess, you know, like with any relationship when it starts, you'll feel that mutual awareness and say, oh, God, gosh, did you just see what happened there? Something supernatural happens between them, for example. And um, yes, or if they had a dream of each other before they met, I guess they will naturally feel when it's the appropriate time to say something about it or not yet, or if, if they've not woken up and the other person has. It's just a case of um, healing with whatever issues or buttons it presses within the awakened person first, and then just trust and allow the unfolding of the awakening of the other person. And in that, I know it's very important to you not lose yourself in, in the idea of the relationship and still develop yourself. So can you talk about that, like how a person should... Um, continue on their path you know grow the friendship but usually it seems like well a lot of these types of relationships of being this sacred this connected it seems like 
the majority of them, there is some resistance on one party, right? Usually one person exactly. awakens a little faster than the other person awakens. So how do you um, manage that energy and continue to learn? I think the, a lot of people get lost. Um, yeah. So focused that they want this relationship to happen and kind of lose focus of their path and what they still supposed to contribute to the world. Exactly. Like an example of that, what you just said, where they lose themselves on this path is um, like one person um, who I won't name, she said, oh my God, I feel like, you know, this absolute urge because um, I can't control what he's doing. He's not taking action. I'm doing all the healing on myself and he's not even lifting a finger with making arrangements to meet up with me. And um, so I had to heal her issue around the fact that she's got to be in control because no one can control anybody else's emotion. So I had to heal that in her and then just replace it with the trust that everything is in perfect and divine order as it should be. And then when you heal one person automatically because your auric feels are so connected, it actually frees up room for the other divine counterparts relationship to feel a shift where they're more likely to take action from their own will, if you see what I mean. Yeah. So, so definitely working upon how the person who the client feels and what they're stressed about, focusing on that. And um, as you asked that question, I'd also like to mention the fact that I'm doing this coaching at the coaching course where I'm actually uh, developing a package, um, a relationship program to help people on the twin flame journey get ready for it. So essentially I'm a sacred relationships coach and I help people clear their relationship blocks and teach them spiritual and practical tools to get ready for their twin flame. I think that's a great course and I would encourage our listeners to really, if you're in this type of journey or you desire a sacred relationship, something that's connected at the soul level, um, this will be a great course for you. Um, that journey uh, that you go on for this relationship, you definitely need support. You need a coach. You need a, a community of individuals because everyone would not understand it. It's not something that the average person would understand. And usually you can get a lot of negative energy from others um, concerning it. And so it, it, do we have a sacred relationship? It, it also calls for a sacred soul family, a community around you to help support mm, that, right? Definitely. Um, and I think that program that you're, you're, you're launching is a great tool to give you that safe space to be able to discuss it because your best friend, your parents, your relatives, um, your siblings, um, unless they've been exposed to a sacred relationship, they would not understand it. That's it, exactly. <laughs> so to give, I give them that support where I focus on various steps, like how they can work on releasing their limiting beliefs mm -hmm. and does steps to work on their mindset and organizing their day and visualizing what they would like in their own life and to finding their purpose and, and even some rituals like um, connecting with their guardian angels, the archangels, 
a bit of feng shui to change the energy of the house and you know a bit of exercise tips detox and even fashion tips if they need it it all depends on what the person needs to really empower themselves so that they can feel vibrationally so happy as they are that they wouldn't feel like oh god i need him and then they will automatically be put vibrationally in the right place to receive their twin flame wow that, that's great i mean there's so much you're going to give in your program to really assist individuals um to be successful in this um and until if you're in separation or you haven't met the person or you're you know leading to that that desire is in you believe in that desire and believe it shall come to pass i think that's very important but you continue to shine in your own light which will help your counterpart to shine in their light right um, exactly those things are very important so um, are there some key advice or tips you would give to someone who's currently on this journey? Say they're on this journey. I would like for you to kind of separate it. Um, if it's a person that's just beginning the journey and opposed to those individuals who are in separation, they haven't gotten to union yet. Somebody who's just beginning on the journey, I would advise them to journal whatever comes up. I really have faith in the inevitability of the journey because you know, like they wouldn't have been born, they wouldn't have reincarnated together in this lifetime. Um, if it wasn't meant to be, they've got to remember that. And they've also got to um, work on empowering themselves as well and, and just reach out for support and clearing any buttons that are pressed from, you know, like when you fall madly in love with anybody, especially your twin flame, it's really going to push buttons in you as to what to clear within yourself, like whether it be confidence issues or if you feel self-conscious or anything that that triggers off in you, you just clear that on your own as well as work towards holding the thought that you will reunite. And that's so good. That is so good to, um, we appreciate those advice and those tips because it's, Individuals really need this. I can't express how important it is when you're on this type of path in your life. And um, one day you may feel good about the union, another day you may not, right? And so, yeah, exactly. Yeah. The ups and downs, and it's really hard when you've got a down day. Yeah, yeah. And, and you really have to trust. I think the biggest part of it is really trusting that and honoring that everyone has their own journey to spiritual awakening right and yeah. we cannot steal and rob anyone of that time so if you're in separation from someone understand they have to get there more than likely outside of you there's some things you will learn together and some things you learn individually this is it exactly when you look what you learn individually is the most important thing is if you're in that space of joy where you're empowered in your life which is like would I'll be helping them with on the course, the more likely they are to not miss them as much or not feel that down because they'll be so focused on the joy of, yes, I'm in control of my life, I've got the abundance coming in, then, yeah, that will make it a lot easier. So I'm thinking, like, at the beginning of the relationships for individuals out there in our audience today, 
a lot of times when you do meet this type of person in your life, when you notice this connection, you know this level of familiarity going on, I think things are triggered at that point. They may not come up the surface of the things that's yeah. going to be need to be healed. Even though this relationship is great, you're having fun, you know, you're really enjoying each other, trying to figure out what's going on. I think as soon as you come in contact, it's like almost like, okay, now you're at the stage and now <laughs> the performance is about to happen um, to trigger some things because you're ready to be healed from certain things for your next part of your, 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 your path. Yes. It's, um, it's an awakening within an awakening. And it really does vary from person to person. Like say, for example, um, some twin flames meet before all their important karmic issues have been resolved. And that's why they have a lot of arguments or, or a lot of buttons pressed. And then you get some twin flames that simply just will not be allowed to meet by the universe until they've got most of those sorted. And they could be sorted with previous relationships or even just on their own. Their mm -hmm. paths all vary. And that, that's, it's all in divine timing, right? To determine exactly. <laughs> how it's going to happen in your life and on your path. So it's very yeah. individualized. But again, you definitely need a support and a community and um, as Amelia is here sharing with us, Theta Healing is a very healthy healing practice that can really assist you um, with your past life traumas that can affect the relationship and have those challenges. Um, I think a lot of people may have some issues um, that they don't understand why certain blocks or certain things are in their life. They don't feel like they contribute to it, but it seems to be... Um, it may be a result of past life issues, correct? Definitely. Like a lot um, that I've been coming up with lately with uh, some of my clients is um, female issues. For example, they might be like, oh my God, um, I need to serve the man. I need to please him. And they're thinking, hang on, where did that come from? This is not, you know, what I should be thinking. And then it turns out that it could be from a past life when women didn't have the rights that we have today, for example, then that issue needs to be cleared in them. Wow, that's good. So really with your data healing practice, I know you really focus on the twin flame journey um, and sacred relationships, another name. Yeah. Um, but I, I believe that your data healing seems like it can assist people with that's not even in that type of relationship with you know facing different issues in their life. Is that correct? Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, I happen to speak of twin flames a lot because it's my passion. But really, the number of people that have come to me have been from all walks of life, whether it be say somebody who really wants to get pregnant and a doctor has told them that they can't, so I clear away that block and that doubt that has been put upon them or it could be somebody who wants to clear their financial issues like they might have been growing up in a household where their parents were in debt all the time or not managing money or you know however money was dealt with when they were growing up it could have had an impact on their beliefs around finances and um yeah if, if somebody has been um sent away for example as a child to a boarding and not had enough love at home those issues that are carried carried 
into their adulthood could be clean. So it, it really varies from person to person. And or drug addiction. So, sorry, I spoke at the same time as no, I'm sorry like, about that. No, I, I, sorry, I was just about to ask, does it help with addictions? And you, you were saying that. So. And I said at the same time, exactly <laughs> the same yes, I've dealt with people who have had addictions to um, alcohol or drugs or even other addictive types of personalities, or if they've got a spirit attached to them that won't leave, I send healing to release that spirit to the light. I think that's great. Um, you have so much you're offering, so much you're doing with it, so much commitment and passion to healing others. Um, just a beautiful spirit. And I was just wondering today, Amelia, do you have a song you're way willing to share with us today? Yes. Um, when I had the past life regression, in fact, it was a taster session some years ago at a spiritual fair. Um, even that tiny bit gave me such a profound experience that I wrote a song about it. So wow. I'll just get my guitar, and that song is called Always. Is that always? Yes, it's, it's always, because you can always change whatever has happened. Wow. Right, so I shall start it now. Take a deep breath, because I've been talking a lot. <laughs>
Lovely, lovely, lovely. <laughs> oh, my God. You're an amazing musician. I was just wondering, for those individuals or audience um, that are in London area, uh, do you perform anywhere that they can come out and hear you? Because you're, you're, you're very talented. Thanks. Well, I do open mics, and occasionally I do gigs when I get them. And, um, yes, I mean, when I do, I will announce it on my Facebook page as well. Okay. So, well, tell our audience today, how can they find you, reach out to you for your services? Well, um, I've sent you my um, website link, which yes. I'd love you to share under the podcast link. And it's ameliagoldiehealing.co.uk. And it's all spelled in an unusual way because Amelia's got a Y and Goldie's got a Y. But you will see the correct spelling on the, the link that you share. Yes. Well, thank you so much day, today. Is it anything you will leave um, for individuals, any type of um, word of encouragement or advice or tip you would like to leave us with today? I would say never give up. Always expect the unexpected. And, and the biggest tip I would say is always visualize the end result and not worry about all the details in between. You can think, oh, my twin's in a different country. How on earth am I going to make it happen? I can't leave my job. He can't leave his job. Just focus on how, what you would like. And then the in-between bit will sort itself out according to divine timing. Wow, what wonderful advice. And we thank you again, Amelia. And you know the invitation is always open to you on the Awaken Legend podcast. Oh, thanks so much. And oh, one more thing is my music, website is actually attached to the healing website which when you when you want to reach out to me for services you will see a tab on there saying Amelia Goldie music that'll take you straight to my music page as well oh. so it's, it's all there in one oh thank you so much and I would encourage my audience to please check Amelia out um, she has some wonderful programs her healing services are awesome and enjoy her music really check that page out for all her great services and again amelia we thank you so much and um tuning in with us today on the awaken legend podcast and um, we wish you best wishes and hope you'll be back soon i definitely will be and thank you so much for giving me this opportunity to be on thank you bye-bye bye It's been a pleasure, and thank you for tuning in to the Awaken Legend podcast, where you find inspiring dialogues and transformational concepts. This is your host, Latrinda George, signing off.